Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. This morning, I would like to continue to teach about greater blessing. I preached part of it last Sunday, but let me read the scripture again. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can hear your word. Lord, we love your word. We know that your people will be destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. And we want to know the word. You say in the Bible, Lord, that when we obey your voice, your word, we shall be blessed. The blessing shall overtake us, Lord. Therefore, we choose the blessing. We choose life. We don't want to choose death or curse, Lord. Therefore, we're going to put what we learn in the scripture into practice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5, you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices. I know many of you sacrifice today to come to church instead of sleeping in your bed at home and just put your computer in front of your lap and watch. It's more convenient to sit at home and watch computer. But to come to church, you have to get up, dress, and you need to spend your gasoline money to come here. You give spiritual sacrifices. But what I want to say is this acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. We give sacrifices, offering to the Lord through Christ Jesus. And we want him to accept our offering. We don't want him to deny our offering, just like what happened to Cain. When Cain gave offering, the Lord said, I don't accept it. I want God to accept my offering. In the last few sermons, we learned that, number one, we need to give the good offering to God, not left over. We need to give precious offering like Noah. Noah had a few animals left on earth of each species. And he can say, you know, God, this is so precious to me now to multiply and to refill the earth with this animal. But he gave those animals to the Lord at the altar right after he came out from the boat. And that offering that came from Noah was precious offering. Very precious because come from a small amount that he had left over in his hand. Now, last Sunday we learned that the offering that God will receive from us is the free will offering. Come from our voluntary willingness that we want to give to the Lord and no one forces. Last Sunday we learned that the Children of Israel came out from Egypt by the mighty hand of God. God performed miracles after miracles, split the Red Sea. And eventually, after they passed the Red Sea, yesterday I baptized for six people in the water yesterday. So I talked about splitting the Red Sea and they passed through the Red Sea. After they came out through the Red Sea, they became totally delivered and free from the army of Egyptian people. They came out. They passed the Red Sea and God led them to the base of the mountain. And God called Moses to go up to the mountain to speak 
to him in order to give the message to these people who were set free from slavery and bondage in Egypt. Exodus chapter 25 verses 1 to 2. I will continue to preach from last Sunday. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel. Speak to the Christians today. That they bring me an offering from everyone who gives it willingly. Everyone say willingly. With his heart, you shall take my offering. God said, I will accept the offering that come from the willing heart. Not by force, not grudgingly giving to God. God said, give to me the free will offering. Let me say it this way. Let me ask you the question. When God speaks to you, do you take it seriously? Do you take it seriously? When God says something to you? Especially when he said the first sentence after he delivered you from bondage. And he said, this is the first thing I want to say to you. You're going to shut your ear or you open your ears and say, Lord, tell me what I need to do. In fact, think about this. When they went out from Egypt, the Egyptians people already gave them gold and silver and stuff into their hand for free. God really provided for them to have some precious material into their hand. And after they left, they have all this gold and silver and all the good stuff in their hand. And God said, bring them to me. Give me as a free will offering. God is a provider. He will provide for you the seed to sow. He will provide for you the materials, the ability, and the money to give to him. It will come from him. He is the source. He is the provider. And God speaks to us the same thing. After we got saved, we should give him free will offering. Moses was up in the mountain. I believe his knees might be shaking. He was holding on to a rock so that he would not fall under the power because the cloud of glory, the fire of God was up there with him. And God said, come close to me and tell this message to my people. Tell them, give me free will offering. Bring me free will offering. When God said that it should be our priority, can you imagine that they just got saved from slavery for hundreds of years and now God said, give me the offering. Actually, the offering of the Lord is so important in His sight. There are many kinds of offering, meal offerings, the drink offering, heave offering, sin offering, guilt offering, wave offering, peace offering, and free will offering. The word free will offering comes from the Hebrew language, nebada which means voluntary. Give out of your own free will. You volunteer to give. No one forces you. So God said, tell these people, give me free will offering. God did not command them to give. God asked them to give from their willingness. God did not demand them to give. This offering comes from their willingness and their voluntary idea. Why God never forces us to do anything. God may tell us what to do, but God never forces us to do. It has to come from our free will or our willingness. Because true love, true loyalty and relationship come from volunteer, from priority. When you love somebody, you volunteer to serve, to give, to help. No one forces you to do that. Therefore, God wants to see their 
real loyalty and real love for Him, just like what God told Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Don't eat the fruit from that tree. He did not force them; He just tell them to make decision, to make priority, in order to show real love to God, real loyalty to God. When we give to the Lord, we give out of our free will. God will never force us. I become a pastor because I love Him. No one forced me to become a pastor. Actually, I don't need to be a pastor. I have my job. I am a doctor. I don't need to be a pastor, but I'm willing to be a pastor out of my free will because I love the Lord. It's not by force. It's not dictated by money, but because I love Him and loyal to Him. I choose. Everyone say, choose. We choose to give. We choose to serve. We choose to worship Him. We choose to love Him. Second Corinthians chapter nine verses seven to eight say, "So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, from the heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things." Very powerful scripture here. You have everything more than enough. All sufficiency in everything may have an abundance for every good work. When you give to the Lord out of your willing heart, God say that I will bless you to have more than enough to do anything you want to do, all the good things you can do. So this Bible talk about priority. What come first? What come first? In our life, we have priority. If you have a one hundred dollar. How you gonna spend one hundred dollar is about priority. If your priority means I gonna spend on myself, you will not have that hundred dollar to spend on other things because you can spend only one time. Is that correct? So it's all about priority of life, and priority is dictated by love and loyalty and relationship. Who come first? Definitely on this earth, the first person in my life is my wife. She is number one. Beside God, she is number one to me. So she come first in my life. Then my children, my grandchildren, and my church member. You are my priority too. If I have only one hour, I give you. Not other people outside the church. I gonna give you first because you are my priority. That's why we need the wisdom how to spend money, and that wisdom must come from heaven. The book of James said, "The wisdom from above, and the wisdom from above is about the kingdom and it's about purity. So, if you walk by flesh and you spend a lot of money on your flesh, you're gonna incur debts. And when you have a lot of debts, you cannot give to the Lord. You pay the interest to the bank, so the bank get your money, not the Lord. Pastor Dan and I have the policy, have the." Mentality since we got married, that we will not create too much debt, and we try to pay our debt off ASAP. I rather give money to God, not to the bank. I want God to have my money to build the kingdom. So we don't buy anything if we don't need it. We don't try to create debt because we want to give to the Lord. God come first in our life. The master key to prosperity. Divine health and success is to seek the kingdom of God first. 
You seek Him first with your mouth, with your action, and with your finances and material. You give Him first. Exodus chapter 25, verse 3 to 7, God called them to give willingly to Him all the precious thing in their hand. And this is the offering which you shall take from them, gold, silver, and bronze. Not junk, gold, silver, bronze. Blue, purple, scarlet, trade, fine linens and goats, ram skin, dyed red, badger skin, and acacia wood. Oil for the light and spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. Onyx stones and stone to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate. God asked them to give him precious thing, not leftover, not junk. Now he's going to tell them why they should give free will offering. That was the reason why God wanted to build something in every generation. At one generation, God wanted Noah to build a boat. And now in this generation, God wanted them to build something for him. Look at verses 8 and 9. And let them make me a sanctuary, a tabernacle, the moving temple. Can move from here to here because they were traveling at that time. That I may dwell among them according to all that I show you that is the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings. Just so you shall make it. The offering to the Lord is to build something that he wants to build in each generation. In that generation, God wanted them to build the tabernacle. In this generation, God wants us to build the church. And the church can be two things. The building that people come and gather together. When I started the church many years ago, 1988, we don't have the sanctuary. So I gave my house to be the sanctuary. People came to my house every Sunday. Then stay all day in my house. My salary at that time, $1,300 a month as a resident or medical student, medical resident. Very small salary. And I used that money to cook for people, feed people, buy this and that, buy the computer to do the church work. I used my own money at that time to build a church. I give to him willingly as a free will offering to build a church. So God still needs some finances and material to build his church today. And that's why we give free will offering to him. And at that generation, God wanted them to build the tabernacle. And in Exodus chapter 25 to 35, the Lord described to them how to build the tabernacle for him. All in detail. We're not going to read those parts in the Bible. I hope that one day after we die and leave this world, and we stand before the Lord Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ, the Lord will not look at our eyes and say, you know, son, daughter, I asked you to build something and you decline. And you don't want to do it. You just live for your own life. You don't build what I asked you to build. You don't do what I asked you to do. I hope I, all of us will not face that situation that we decline the calling to preach the gospel to make, make disciples, to build churches everywhere. 
everywhere we went to preach the gospel, we built church there. We built church in Switzerland, in California, in Germany. We built church in Thailand. Everywhere we go, we build church because that's what Jesus said. I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And when he said, give the free will offering, you need to understand it. When he said, give free will offering to build my tabernacle today to build his church. You need to understand that God already lined up the provision to come into your hand. He will not take from you for free. These children of Israel already got gold and silver from the Egyptians. He already planned for it, to build a tabernacle, to give them. In the same way, when we start to build a church, He's going to provide for us with good job, with finances, with materials in order to build, and with manpower to build it. God will not let us give out of nothing. He will give us into our hand so that we can give. And give more and multiply and give more and to build his kingdom. I came from Thailand. Most Thai people are Buddhists. They don't believe in Jesus. So sad. But one thing about their philosophy, I tell you, I believe that Christians should have this thought in their mind. This is the philosophy of Buddhist Thai people. They say this, before I die, I want to participate in building one temple, Buddhist temple. I want to be a part of building one temple. That is their philosophy. They want to do some good thing for society because they believe that the temple will be good for that village. Should we do that? That before we die, we're going to build at least one church. I'm not talking about the building only, but I'm talking about God's people in that city. And God's going to prepare for us to be able to build that church, to build a church. And we should not be dictated by money. If we have to spend, for example, we remodeled a building here. We have to spend, we spend. We use money to build the church. Lately, our production on the video in YouTube, much higher quality than before. You know why? We spend money to buy equipment, lights, camera, things, the sound system. We want to do the best for God. We are not controlled by money. We are led by the Holy Spirit. We are led by the will of God, by the Heavenly Father. We are not controlled by money. We are not bought by money. Money will not control us. We want to build His tabernacle, build His church. Exodus chapter 35, verses 1 to 19. Then Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together and said to them, There are the words which the Lord has commanded you to do. Work shall be done for six days, but the seventh day shall be a holy day for you. A Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it shall be put to death. Well, God takes serious about coming together on Sabbath to meet together, to seek his face and rest and forget about the work. You shall kindle no fire throughout your dwellings on the Sabbath day. So we should dedicate one day to God. Today is my Sabbath day. I come to worship the Lord. And Moses spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel saying, this is the thing which the Lord commanded saying, take from among you an offering to the Lord, whoever is of a willing heart. Everyone say willing heart. Whoever is of a willing heart. 
Let him bring it as an offering to the Lord. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, scarlet, thread, and on and on and on. And let me read verse 10. All who are gifted artisans among you shall come and make all that the Lord has commanded. The tabernacle is ten, its covering, its claps, its boards, its bar, its pillars, and its sockets. And on and on, what to build, including the garments in verse 19, the garments of ministry for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron, the priest, and the garments of his sons, and to minister as priests. You need to understand this. When the children of Israel brought gold, silver, and thread, and all this good stuff to Moses. Actually, they did not give it to Moses' evangelistic association. They gave to the Lord. In the same way, you come to church today, not for me. You serve the Lord, not for the pastor. You do it for the Lord. You give financial offering, not to church. Don't look at me. Don't look at the elders of this church. We are not perfect. We can make mistakes because we are human beings. But you give to the Lord. Everyone point your finger up there. I give to the Lord. I serve the Lord. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Don't look at people. Amen. Chapter 35, 20 to 29. I will continue to read. And all the congregation, wow, they responded to the calling of God. They responded to the instruction of God. They were not stubborn. They were obedient. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. Then everyone came whose heart was stirred. And everyone whose spirit was willing. Everyone said willing. Free will offering. Willing. And they brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tabernacle of meeting. For all its service and for the holy garments. They came both men and women, as many as had a willing heart. Moses did not force them. Moses did not say, if you don't give, you're going to be in jail. No, they came with a willing heart and brought earrings and nose rings and rings and necklaces, all jewelry of gold that is every man who made an offering of gold to the Lord. And every man with whom was found blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen and goat's hair, red skin of rams, and badger skin brought them. Everyone who offered an offering of silver and bronze brought the Lord's offering. They brought all the good stuff to the Lord. They were not stingy. And everyone with whom was found acacia wood for any work of the service brought it. And I would like to jump to verse 28 because of the limited time. And spices and oil for the light, verse 28, for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense, verse 29, the children of Israel brought a free will offering to the Lord. All the men and women whose hearts they give Spiritual sacrifices. They sacrifice their earrings. Many of you, sometimes, you look at your bank account and you're going to write the check to the church, $5,000. And you have some kind of, mm, wow, this $5,000, I can enjoy my time in Hawaii. 
you feel like, oh, should I give? Should I give? But if you give from free will offering, you give it from your heart. Spiritual sacrifices. Actually, I'm gonna fly to Orange County the end of this month for the revival service there. Do you think the devil talked to me that, hey, Dr. Lau, you take the risk of sitting in the airplane with people or up there. You can be sick. You can get a coronavirus on the airplane. And right now, the numbers in California has been increasing. Are you sure you're going to go there? You think I hesitate sometimes? Yes, I'm a human being. But I need to give spiritual sacrifices. Somebody needs to sacrifice to bless the people in California. And it's spiritual because I'm going to fly there from my heart. No one forced me. They did not buy me. They did not promise me that they're going to give me love offering. No, I go there from my heart. The children of Israel brought a free will offering to the Lord. All the men and women whose hearts were willing to bring material for all kinds of work which the Lord by the hand of Moses has commanded to be done. So they gave the offering from their willingness, from the willing heart. The Bible says willing, willing, free will. So many times in these scriptures. Exodus chapter 35 verses 30 to 35. And Moses said to the children of Israel, See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah. And he has filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding, in knowledge and all manner of workmanship to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting jewels, for setting in carving wood, and to work in all manner of artistic workmanship. And he had put in his heart, heart, spiritual, serve God out of your heart, the ability to teach in him and Aholiab, the son of Ahisamak, the of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with skill to do all manner of work and of the engraver and the designer and the tapestry maker in blue, purple, scarlet, trade and filing and of the weaver, those who do every work and those who decide artistic work. My brother and sister, when we build the church today, God going to provide us into our hand money to give free will offering to the Lord. And not only that, he will anoint and put the spirit on people with a special gift and ability. I enjoy seeing the gift in your life, the gift of dancing in the spirit, the gift of administration, the gift of teaching, the gift of worship, the gift of making video, making good sound, the gift of building, the gift of construction. God put the gift in you. Are you going to bury that gift in the ground? You're going to be like that man who said, you give me 10 minas. I'm going to put in my handkerchief and bury in the ground and let it die down there. And when you come back one day, I'm going to pull out from the ground and give you back the 10 minas. Or you're going to make it multiply. So when we give free will offering, we give two things. Number one, finances or material. Two, our life. 
volunteer, pastor, use me in this church. What can I do? And as you volunteer, the Lord will put the Spirit on you and give you special ability to do something for Him. And I tell you the truth: nothing is more fulfilled than to live your life for the Lord and to do what He created you to be and to do. Amen. Every morning I watch squirrel come out and run behind my backyard because Pastor Dove. Feed squirrel every morning at 7 a.m. I look at her and say, "You take care of your husband. You take care of your children. You take care of your grandchildren, and you take care of the birds and squirrel. Every morning they come, and they enjoy flying and eating and running. I, I watch this squirrel running this morning. The way they run, they're happy. You will not be happy until you live your life for the things God created you to be. Really." And God created you to build the church. God gave you the gift. Look at thirty-six to one to seven. And Bezalel and Aholiab and every gifted artisan who they use ability. This group of people use ability. In whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary shall do according to all that the Lord has commanded. They obey God. Then Moses called. Bezalel and Aholiab, and every gifted artisan in whose heart, in whose heart the Lord has put wisdom. How many people want God to put wisdom in you? The anointing is so strong on you to do something supernaturally, because the Lord put in your heart something supernatural. Put wisdom. Everyone whose heart was stirred to come and do the work, and they receive from Moses the. All the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service and of making the of the sanctuary. So all this money, gold, silver, came through Moses, and Moses gave to all these workers. So they continue bringing to him free will offering every morning. Everyone say every morning, not just once a week. Then all the craftsmen who were doing all the work of the sanctuary came, each from the work. He was doing, and they spoke to Moses, saying, "The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded us to do." So Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, "Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary." And the people were restrained from bringing. <laughs> For the material they had was sufficient for all the work to be done. Indeed, too much. I like that word. Too much. Unfortunately, statistically, in this world right now, only ten percent of members in the local churches, not in New Hope though, in the world in general, only ten percent of people sustain the church financially. Ninety percent of Christians today don't do anything with offering. They may give two bucks, five bucks to the church. They don't give tithe. They don't give any special offering to the church. That's why the church suffers. The church cannot expand quickly. Cannot preach the gospel. Cannot do many things because the church lack materials and money to do the work of the kingdom. And I believe that that is not New Hope International Church. We are generous people. We're gonna give with free will. 
We're going to build the kingdom of God together. Amen. We want to see more souls saved. Are you glad that yesterday all those six people got saved and be baptized in water? Are you glad that people all over the world send message to me in the YouTube? I accepted Christ through YouTube. YouTube. What church should I go? They asked me. Some of them were in Korea. Some of them in Japan. Some of them get got saved in Europe. We preach the gospel, but in order to preach the gospel, we need money to do it. Is that right? I volunteer myself to do it. I didn't get paid. I produce a teaching. But we still need to pay for equipment, pay for somebody time. We need money to preach the gospel. If I fly to another country, I need to pay the airplane ticket in order to fly there. The hotel, the car rental, all this we need to spend in order to build the kingdom of God. That's why God's people need to give free will offering. No one force them. We give out of our voluntary heart. Willing heart, and believe me, you will never outgive God. I am a proof of this witness. I started to give when I first came to America with small salary. Opened my home. We were gypsy church. We moved from my home to nursing home to hotel. We keep moving like tabernacle because we did not have money to buy the building at that time. But we give. We spend money, we spend time and energy, and the Lord really take care of me. He really blessed me and my wife financially. Everything He keep giving me the resources to be able to give to the kingdom more and more to build the kingdom. I believe God will allow me to live until 120 years old. But if I die tomorrow, I can close my eyes with happiness and joy in my heart. I have done my best. I build this church. I can give to the next generation. I have done. I finished my course. If I die tomorrow, I know I have done everything the best to give my time, my energy, my life, my money to the kingdom of God out of my willingness for my heart all these years. And I would like to challenge all of you to do the same thing. Build the tabernacle today. Build a church. Give your life, give your time, give your finances to the kingdom of God. You are willing to do that. Amen. Show to your kids, I love God Church. I notice that the children learn from the spirit of the parents. If you love God, love His church, they will love the church too. Show to them. Amen. Hallelujah! Should we give free will offering? Should we be willing to give? We should. I pray that our offering will be received by the Lord, will be acceptable to the Lord, because we give precious thing to Him out of our free will. We are don't do it grudgingly or of necessity. But we love him, we give to him. The Bible talk repeatedly free will offering. Amen. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn from the life of Moses and the children of Israel 
in that generation. We want to experience this, Lord, that your people will keep giving to the point that the pastor have to stand on the pulpit and say, "Stop! We have more than enough." Lord, and I believe, Father, you will provide for us everything that we need to give. You say in the Bible, you put seed in the hands of the sower. Therefore, when we give, we will experience your provision, your blessing, the open door, and we will be able to give more, to do more good works. We will have all sufficiency. To do every good work, Lord. Lord, on that day when we stand before you, you can say, "Good and faithful servant, you obey me, you build my church, you preach the gospel, you make disciple, you live your life in obedience, and your offering has been recorded in the bank account in heaven. Come in here and receive your rewards in heaven." Look at your mansion there. Look at your rewards. I prepare those for you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.